Oh, you actually got a screen. You used no, to just it's, have it's a... It's the blinds from the window, but it makes a really good movie screen. Oh, my screen. God. Just get a movie screen. This is free. Get a movie screen. Yeah, we're good. Welcome to My Racist Friend, a podcast about the messy parts of relationships that help us grow together. I'm Amy McKeese. And I'm Don Griffin. And today we're here in Lovecraft Country. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 hey, crap. It's a shame that you have to put in the horror, either horror or, um, you know, you have to put in these extra terrific stories. To get people to get to, 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 to watch, to think about the hit the racism, uh, such as if you ever saw uh, um, the Watchmen. Did you ever watch yes. the Watchmen? Yes. Yeah. All right. So the Watchmen. I think the Watchmen is why people are thinking about reparations again. Yes. After watching, because they're like Tulsa. Did this really happen? And then people are googling like, Oh my God, this it really did. happened. And then you see all the other stuff like Rosewood now. and. But you get that, and then Lovecraft, the sundown town. There's a lot of people that don't know what the hell is sundown. They don't even realize that we live around sundown towns yeah. right now. And that was scary. That was the scariest part of, of 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 the Lovecraft series for me. Yeah, and they and they added that element so that then any other time during the series, when they're out and like it's dusky, uh-huh. like because there's a scene later where they're walking. They're out walking, and it's the sun's going down, and like all I can concentrate on is the sun. It's oh my god, what are you guys going? What the fuck are you doing? Go inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, They're not necessarily scared of the uh, the the creatures, but it could be anything. Yeah. Our American history is scary enough. Things that have happened in history, and we and and they repurpose it as a sci-fi. Yeah, because you can't really wrap your head around it yeah, when it's people reality. Be like, oh my god, this is scary. Yeah. Um Yeah. We we there's a lot there's a lot of horror that doesn't need to be made up, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Cause my yeah. parents used to tell me about that or my grandparents would tell me about oh, don't go there. That's a sundown town. You don't do that. And I and I was like, Yeah, right. Like what? Like, come on! I'm gonna go wherever I want. Yeah. Blah blah blah. You know, and that shit really did exist, and it still does. Yeah, I keep like there are all these little pieces of the Lovecraft that, like, how the the forgetting part. And yes. like, what does that mean? Is that like how we put stuff it, away it, it so is. that you don't have to look at as it? A, like, as an African American, that... I think we do. We we focus on. It could be music. It could be. It's it's a take on materialism in the African American community. The, well, and yeah, it's it's how we it's how we escape. Whether it's clothing, she was into <laughs> clothing and yeah. fashion, right? Yeah. He was into his books, his little books, his books. Yes. He was so content with his books, he could keep out everything. In fact, that whole castle scene was yeah. a 
a escape from the real, from what was out there. And the fact that it was almost, even though there were monsters there, it was almost less scary than, than they were will. It was like a break. Yeah, yeah, that was the part where you were able to relax a little bit. Yeah. Because they were finally inside the creepy white guy's house. Yes, exactly. Like, uh, wow. Scary. <laughs> yeah. I loved, I also loved the conversation at the very beginning about the books themselves. Yes. Where the uncle is like, uh, where they're talking about like the most racist one. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Tick recites the poem from it because his dad made him memorize it when he caught him reading those books. And mm-hmm. the uncle just saying, you know, you know, if I want to enjoy these books, basically, I just have to ignore that because I really like <laughs> yeah, I really reading like, these books. <laughs> I really like this stuff, right? Yeah. That's yeah. True. yeah. And I thought, how often? That was a statement too. Does that have to happen? Yeah, that's. Uh... Yeah. That's a statement about so many, whether it's Cosby, whether yeah. it's Woody Allen, or whether, whether it's just it's watching movies where you where you're not where you can't find yourself. Yeah, you you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, um, like all the, I think of going through like a lit one hundred and one class. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the books that I read in my lit one hundred and one class, but I. I think they would always throw in like the color purple. Yeah. Well, who who didn't want to be Ferris Bueller? Right. Yeah. Even I, I want to be. You know, as much <laughs> as I hate, I talk about uh, my hate for <laughs> you, uh, you know for what's his name. I I want to be Ferris Bueller. That is so cool. Or we totally about, taken Cameron's car. Yeah. And we. And, oh gosh. Yes. Absolutely. Right. And Cameron's house. Yeah. I watch that because of that that garage. That is yeah, my that is really ultimate. Cool. That that is what I want one day. I yeah. love that show. I think even when little boys read about uh, Little House on the Prairie, when they read that series, who doesn't want to be Laura Wilder? They get to be Alonzo, like the Nobody little runaway scrappy kid. Come on. Yeah. Later on. But, I mean, that's who you, you were just always rooting for her, against Nellie. Well, yeah. Because Nell, Nellie's like the original uh, Draco. She really is. <laughs> oh, my God, she really is. <laughs> she really is. And that's right. But Mr. Olsen was the nicest man. I know. He was just... But that that mother? Oh. Yep. But then later on, you found sadness in there, you know. Right. Did you know, and then I want to get to more serious stuff, that Michael Landon, and this could be something that I've just always believed that isn't true, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it like it's completely true. Okay? The way he cried in every episode, because he did cry in like every episode, is he would pull out a nose hair right before that scene. He must have pulled out a hell of a lot of nose hair. (laughs) Because... If you want to have a crying session, okay, like, uh, uh, what's the one? This Is Us. You, have you ever watched This Is Us? No, because everybody cries when they watch it's it. Right. I cried. I cried for, like, five minutes after we were done with Lovecraft Country last oh my night. Gosh. I can't. I can't do, like, something. Well, uh-huh. the, well, Michael Landon, I think he crafted that whole idea of 
a series that you cry on every because he not only did it then, but Touched Highway, by an angel or highway, highway to Heaven, to heaven. Holy Cow. I never You're watched always that. crying. No. You're like <laughs> <laughs> It's good to talk about all this because the world is a shit show right now. Yeah. It is. Um Bloomington's feeling it. <laughs> feeling the shit show. Sit, Bloomington always feels it because like we've said it before, and it's a po- it's a positive about Bloomington and it's a negative about Bloomington. Is but I'm gonna say it's still a positive. What happens here in this little small town always has a global reach. Okay. So they, what's happening here in this little town? Well, we, we're, we're seeing the effects of the cultural war that I think is, is, is starting to happen. It, it's, it's been a cold war, but I think it's going to be, I think it's, it, I think it's... Heating up. It's heating up. We as liberals... I say that lightly because mm-hmm. air quotes happen air quotes there. because yeah. we're not as liberal as we think. Um, but this is a bastion of this is supposed to be a bastion of liberalism in the middle of a red area, mm-hmm. not just a red state, but just what I like about Lovecraft is it starts off that he's coming from Florida. Uh huh. He's coming back to the Midwest from Florida. And they're talking about passing over bridges that are named out of, after slave owners. Uh-huh. And they're like, whoo. And he mentions the fact that he was coming from uh, the South that, you know, someone says, well, how was Florida? And he says, segregated. You know, like, yeah. it's that. But he's finally back here in Chicago. It actually starts, remember? He's, yeah. He's a, he but, flips off, he says, he like flips the bird out the window of the bus while he says goodbye, Jim Crow. Uh-huh. But then the bus breaks down. Right? I think mm-hmm. they're in Kentucky. They're either in Kentucky or Indiana. You think I, they're in Indiana? I think they've just Holy crossed shit, into southern they're Indiana. they're in Indiana. They are. They're in, that's, that's right. That's they crossed the it. bridge yeah. into Indiana. Holy. And when they do, their, their, their bus breaks down. Mm-hmm. And all the... So they get a ride. Every, the, <laughs> everyone uh, gets a ride. Everyone gets a ride people. but them. They have to carry their baggage. Him and this other black woman have to carry their baggage into the next town. Uh-huh. And they're coming... That's right. The bus is segregated because it's coming from the south. Yeah. But it still shows uh, instantly, Dagnabbit. It's, that's the first... It still shows that there's racism mm-hmm. in the north. That it's yeah. not changed. It's just a different brand of racism. And yeah. that it's and that and that like the the white people in the horror part, which is also what is that in like Massachusetts? Is that where they've gone? The, or where Vermont they gone? or Massachusetts? It, it is everything. Like, everything that happens to them happens. All this stuff happens in northern in the northern states. Right, and one of the white people even says, "You know, we're not all against you. We could be helpful, but he's not. Uh, he's yeah, not. Those, not. They're going to use them. <laughs> like, they're going to use them." <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. And I and I felt like in that one in that scene where she said that I was like, oh my gosh, I think I've seen that happen <laughs> right here. Right like, here. Yeah. But yeah, we are. See, I could go back to Lovecraft because that feels better. That feels better than real life. Yeah. Um, we could talk about what happened a little bit. My I think son. That, yeah. A lot of people don't know, so. Okay, so um, so what happened is 
There was a rally for the blue. Blue, red, white, and blue, with the emphasis on blue. And, the, it, and, and what's happening is racism is being rebranded as other things. Yeah. So if Black Lives Matter is a terrorist African-American group, then Blue Lives, which I have not seen any Smurfs, or blue and I and, I, and I, yes, I have seen blue the, man group. I, I have seen like the blue, blue man, man group in in, in, in You're right. I've, I've gone to their concerts, but I don't think they're really blue. They're not really blue. Right. Anyway, so 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 there's really no blue people fucks. It's just it's just language to go ahead and say, you know, we're you know if if black lives are against blue lives, which and they're not, because mm-hmm. I know a lot of black lives that are also police officers mm-hmm. um, anyway they're having a rally downtown and they say and I don't know this I'm not paying attention to this I got my day going yeah, you've got, you things to do you other than monitor yes, yes yes exactly I'm not a yeah so anyway um, apparently they say I, I've seen the videos now mm-hmm. they say hey let's go to the mayor's house the, the, let's go, they're going to go to the mayor's house and tell him how we feel mm-hmm. and they're, they're saying that they're supposed to be defunding police but it ends up being you watch the video these people are bullying college students wait they're not saying defund the police they're saying de- defend, they're defending defend the police, the police. Okay, police yeah. because yeah. The, because the the sheriff's office, I guess, has been talking about defund, and we don't want to get into the. It's not really getting rid of the police, but anyway, the county has said this, but these idiots don't understand that it's not that it's not the mayor that's saying defund the 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 sheriff's office. It's not the mayor's not in charge of the sheriff's office, right? But they're going to go ahead and, and go. They want to uh, go ahead and they go. They're saying we're going to go down to the this liberal mayor. We're going to go down there. We're, we're going to go to his house, and apparently they do, and they block off the street and. And he's your neighbor, so he's actually yeah. He, I'm two doors down, but I didn't hear any. When you're in those old houses, you don't hear. Yes. You don't hear anything. Yeah. With the lathe and plaster walls, and you don't hear. So anyway, I get this call. I'm inside, and I get this call from my son saying, oh, no. and he says, "Dad, something's going on at the mayor's house, and these guys, they said, you know, they, I, you know, I, I, I think the guy said nigger to me. He said they said this guy said nigger to like like, hey, get out of the road, you nigger, or something like that. And I, and um, and of course, I didn't hear anything else. I'm like, where? I said, what are you talking about? He says, there's people in front of the mayor's house. And I was going to, on my way to work. I'm going. I'm on my way to work. And, and, you know, and these people said this to me. I'm trying to get by. They said it to me. I'm like, okay, quit. Hang up. So I go out my door. And from my door, the I can see the mayor's house. It's two, Like I said, it's a block or two down the street. But I can see it because it's at the end of the block. And uh, and I see all these people, and I get closer and closer and closer, and finally I'm hearing them, and and I'm mad. I'm actually yeah. I'm I'm marching up there. So I go to the front. They've got their mic, and I go in the front, and I 
basically confront them. They have a guy that, because I'm standing, the guy's on the mic and I'm standing two feet away from his face. And he's talking. I'm sorry. And I don't have a mask on, so don't hate me for that. I just did, I had adrenaline rushing. Oh, when it's your kids, I think you lose all You lose all all composure. And all fear, too. You lose all fear. And, uh, and so, all of a sudden, this guy, the guy on the mic, or the other guy is, He's trying to get the security or the guys that their muscle, their so-called muscle, to try to get with me. So the first one comes up to me and he's like, "Are you trying to? Are you here for intimidation or something like that?" I was like, <laughs> "You?" I said, "Are you trying to intimidate me? Because it's not working." I was pissed. Yeah. You know, and then uh, and then the other guy, you know, and so I said, "One of you guys called my son." A nigger, and I want to know who it was. They're like, "Oh no, 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 no!" And, we and would I, never do that. Never what? Do that. They've got a drone in the air because it's on TV. They have this thing called Redneck TV, Redneck News, is what it's called. I saw. Yes. That. And so they've got a drone. So immediately I say that, they start packing up their shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, 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 no! So they're t- they're turning off their media cameras, plume, because he's already told. You can actually see it uh, on the on, on their video where he's telling them to take number two down or take number one down, which happens to be the, the video from the drone. Oh my gosh, that's so sophisticated. Oh, it is. That's what I'm saying. Holy it's not crap. Even, it's not even. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not. These guys are not. They're not. They're not playing. They're not playing. So it's, it's taken down. And then you on that video, on that video you can hear... Uh, you can still hear a little bit of what we're saying. You, they blocked out what I've said. <laughs> they they only show Dexter's little maroon car going by very quick. They cut out and they cut out all the language from the on their video. Yeah. Luckily, Lime's, um the Bluetonian the, the, the Bluetonian okay happens to be there. So two days later, uh, I think it's two days later. I don't know. I just started getting calls like the night before I saw it. People saying. Hey, you know what the heck were you doing there? I'm like, what? Like, I, and I couldn't understand what was going on. Like, but apparently the Blue Tony and he had he he had taped the whole thing. Wow. So you see what happened, and, and honestly, after it's been a while, it's it's taken me a while to recover after yeah. seeing it. Yeah. Because I didn't. When you're in it, you don't understand what's going on. No, that's how your that. brain works. Like, you're just on survival mode. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that basically I went into a Klan rally and stood there and said, You stop people, it. stop it. <laughs> you understand? I mean, you know, they will say they're not, that they're just Christian people, but they were beating up people, you know, uh, uh, 30 minutes earlier. These are the same guys beating up students. Yeah. yeah. Black Lives Matter students who mostly were not black. Mm-hmm. They just have signs that say Black Lives Matter. Black and they're yelling Black Lives Matter, but yet they're so racist. The racism is so dark mm. that they're willing to beat up people who are saying Black Lives Matter. That's how much they hate black people. Yeah. And they don't see it that way. Like they, I, I, I mean, I don't think. I'm thinking of that woman at the Republican 
national convention who has adopted maybe or i don't know how but she one of her sons is black she's well but that's the pro that's that's the thing man like like one of the people had a black kid in there uh, probably a grandson or something in their car and as they're leaving they're pointing to him like hey look we're not racist and and that's the thing uh. with 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 the and and jerry springer taught us this <laughs> All right, that, that, from Jerry that, that is, is, is most small towns, they're poor people. There's no such thing as a white ghetto or a black ghetto anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or a Mexican ghetto. It's like everybody has to live together. And, and so you see the brown, you see that some of these people, they have grandkids that are now children of color. Well, they the have guy, cousins yeah. that are now children of color. Yet, I, I think about that and think, okay, maybe our future is tied to everyone. I'm sorry, I didn't complete that sentence because I'm going on to the next thing. That's what my brain does. But if we look at New Orleans mm -hmm. and we look at their history and we see a society that is, or my gosh, if we look at Brazil and we see how that is a country where the, the different cultures have meshed together. It has not stopped racism. No. Not at all. No. And even even in in countries where that are controlled um, by Africans, colorism and there's a caste system that's based on on colorism. And it's not even African Americans. You go to Indian society same thing. So I don't know if the browning of America is going to save us from racism. I don't think it is. I think we, we, we love to think that. But we're not seeing that. If you go to the the Indiana Fair, the Indiana State Fair, you see so many people of mixed heritage. Yeah. Yeah. And yet... <laughs> And yet, Indiana is one of the most racist places to live. Mm -hmm. Midwest is a dangerous place for people of color. And I think they feel, Midwesterns feel better because they think that they're not the South. <laughs> we do. Like, I think that, I think there's so much, like, in, like, woven into our ideas about Kentucky. Like, and I, maybe people who aren't from Indiana don't know this, like, how strong the anti-Kentucky vibe is. Yeah. Like, I would say that even our basketball, our Kentucky basketball thing was even stronger between IU and Kentucky than Purdue and IU. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's so many Kentucky jokes. Yeah. Um, that were probably racist jokes before, but they just gone ahead and... Switched in switched Kentucky. It. Yeah, yeah, Kentucky. They're mostly Polish jokes that they did, and just... Yeah made it to Kentucky jokes and I'm sure Kentucky does the same thing or maybe not maybe Kentucky doesn't care about Indiana like that maybe they do Tennessee <laughs> they might <laughs> oh my god oh yeah they were armed I told you that right did I say that after looking at the video after looking at the video I'm like what the hell like I didn't notice that at the time, I wasn't scared, but now... No, because your brain was just going, bear, bear, and then you were responding. It has affected my business. 
It has? Uh-huh. How? So, because they're all, now they're looking for things to say. They're looking at other stuff that I posted online. And so there was an instance where there's a picture of a Black Lives Matter guy beating down or getting ready to beat down a white guy. Uh-huh. And it says, a picture says a thousand words and, and this is Black Lives Matter beating up a 70-year-old man, right? Okay. If you watch the long-form video, you find out that you see that this man is beating a girl first, mm -hmm. and then these guys from Black Lives Matter are beating him off after he w hit right. the girl. He ripped her sign first. This big oh, bully. okay. I, I tried to understand that video. I saw it on there, and I was like, I don't even... He ripped her it sign. It was such chaos. Yeah. And then... And then it's, you're right, it was chaos, but it was part of a larger brawl right. yeah. that was started by someone else, not the black. And, 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 and so I said, they said, well, what does this picture say? And I said, it says to me that no matter how old a racist needs to get their ass whooped. That's what I said. <laughs> so from, they took that, right, and said, hey... Don't use Don Griffin of Griffin Realty because he doesn't, he's racist and he doesn't like white people. Oh my lord. Yes. So, and they put it on this Bloomington Wright website oh, that's out there. Oh, yeah. So it's on Bloomington Wright's website. So now there's this thing out there saying, Don, don't use that. They're trying to boycott Griffin Realty because I'm racist against white people. Mm -hmm. And so the first call I got was from a friend from high school, actually, uh, actually in marching band with me, us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, they're like, "Did you say that you should beat a a, a, a seventy year old black a white guy's uh, uh, butt or whatever or ass or whatever?" And <laughs> and I was like, "Well, let me sh tell you the context of that." And like, she's like, "Well, but they're saying," I'm like, "Dude." You don't understand, like, she said, yeah, I, she said, I thought that wasn't you. Like, I, I thought you would, you know, be different. I said, well, you know, if you're a friend, go ahead and defend me. Don't let I them say that. <laughs> don't let them say that about me, uh, you know, about me. Because I'm not, a, I'm not a racist. I don't. We've been friends forever. Like, you're one of my best friends. And you're, t or you, you were. Until uh, um, yesterday. No, yeah, I'm no, I mean, I'm, I'm sure she still is, but I'm saying, right? And, and we got into this whole conversation about where it's really not fair to call everyone racist. She says, where I live, where I live, my boys say things, but it's because of where they're from. And I can't defend that uh, uh, because it's what they see, even though I say things, but it's not their fault that they're racist. That, and I want to be like, oh my God, yes it is. It's your f***ing <laughs> fault. <laughs> she says, you know, because of my, my husband and, you know, and, and the kids they go to school with. And so they say some awful things. But, you know, it's not their fault because they don't know black people. That Like I was able to know black people because I lived here in Bloomington. Like, God damn it. That's still race. That, like, it's still it, racist. It is, yeah, you... <laughs> Still you, racist. You can't make and, excuses. And I do think that there's a piece of that. Like, if we could say, okay, 
if we could let go of the fault, I think saying my kids are racist, but it's not my fault or their fault is a little bit nutto. But and I understand what she's saying. Yeah, but if we could like say, okay, we're just going to set that aside. I find this like, again, with racism is like with children. Like if you can set aside who's going to be in trouble and just focus on what you want. So, okay, it's not your fault that you grew up in Southern Indiana and grew into a full-grown racist parading at the mayor's house. But <laughs> what we need right now is people not doing that. Well, but people, you know, making sure that black people are safe when they're on the street. And I get it. And, and, and maybe you can't say they're racist because they really don't think they are. But it doesn't matter what they think. They no, no, I, I know like, I'm just saying, but you, you you know, if we talk about, I mean, I'm still a little pissed because of all that, of all this shit. And God, I'm sorry I have stories. It, it must seem like I'm just a lightning rod. You're not, though. And I think that's part of the point I'm of not, these conversations. I'm, I'm pretty much normal. I just, happen to, I just happen to have a, a voice to speak about. It's not just right. me as an African American that is going through this. However, because of my position and my job, I'm able to talk about it, and sometimes I'm too stupid not to let things go like I should. That, that Lovecraft is so rich and chewy, man, and I keep going back to it, and I'm thinking of like them sitting at the table and trying to decide how to behave around the benevolent white people that are giving them food, and like... Do they take the food? Are they gracious? If they're safe, do they keep acting nice and play along? Or do they push back? Mm -hmm. and, and that you are one of the most forgiving, easygoing people. I know you think maybe that you're not, but you're super easy to be around. Oh, well, thank I mean, you. I, and I Tell think, my wife this. <laughs> I didn't say easy to be married to because I don't know that. <laughs> but these things still happen, and and I think it's useful for people to understand that you can't say like about that particular rally. Well, it was mostly people because this is what I think would get said. It's mostly people who just want law and order, and maybe someone got a little excited and used the N word. I guess. But that's not it. Like, the the push toward law and order is, you know, in, I think in some cases it's a really cynical ploy to maintain the status quo. And in other cases, I think, when my heart's a little bit more open, I think it's a fear response. Yeah, I want to find this message, though. I just want you to hear this. I want to show you this mess. This is what I got. This is what I got on Monday. Hey Don, remember me? You sold our house in record time about three and a half years ago and we are seriously considering selling our current one and moving to, to wherever. He says, but, but I have a question. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is a lead. Like, Did you really make a post on social media saying you'd rather lose business than do business with anyone that doesn't back the BLM movement, movement, as I am one that believes that all lives matter, no matter skin color. This kind of disturbs me if it's true. Ah, oh, Don, Jesus. 
That makes me so mad. I want to like fly through the fence and like break stuff and to me that sort of drives home that a lot of this conversation feels it's just so slow. I don't think we should still have to say Black Lives Matter means But it isn't. That's some bullshit that yeah. they want that's a narrative that they want to create to create this divide. They know that Black Lives Matter says is is part of a longer sentence that says every life matters so we wish that black lives matter too or black black lives matter as too. much as as yeah. much as i mean at it's, this point it's just so stupid that yeah. how is saying something matters how do you equate that saying that other things don't matter how do you say because something matters that you, i mean it wasn't say it didn't doesn't say Black lives are better. Mm-mm. Right? It doesn't say that. It just says black lives matter, period. Like, if we use any option, Dr. Pepper matters. It does matter. Back, Dr. Pepper does matter. And the pandemic impacted my access. But damn it. Damn it, Amy. Are you now telling me my Coke doesn't matter? <laughs> are you kidding? What are you saying about Coke, Amy? I see your diet, Dr. Pepper, matters, but gosh darn it. Dagnabbit, I'm not coming over here anymore because you don't like my Coke. <laughs> You're not saying that. No. It's the dumbest thing ever. But then again, when I look at how these what, what how these people use English and try and what, what they write, um, maybe they do. Maybe they don't understand. It's fear. I mean, it's still fear. They're scared of of losing power. They're scared of never getting power if they didn't get it in the first place. Of course, if this person is buying and selling houses, then... He says uh, he'll, he'll, the next house he's going to buy is going to be a million-dollar house. So I didn't say that I didn't work with people that did not support Black Lives Matter. I support Black Lives Matter. I support what they do. But I'm not necessarily... There's black people that do not support Black Lives I know. Matter. And they're not racist. They're not... They've got their reasons. They don't think it's a terrorist organization, but maybe they want to focus on something else. Maybe they don't get. It doesn't. But but what I'm saying is that I, I'm not telling people that if they don't support Black Lives Matter, that they're not that I'm not going to work with them. It's the dumbest thing ever. And so you're getting these messages in the context, just for you know somebody who wants to listen to this because the, they find it on the moon in like a time capsule in a million years the same weekend that a black man is shot in the back repeatedly exactly by a cop for like black lives existing. matter sorry yeah I, I don't want, I, I'm gonna make a shirt that says black I mean that's what we're talking about like damn it mm-hmm. how can you ignore you're just gonna everybody else is gonna pretend like that didn't happen that you didn't see the video and then you're going to go back to your daily saying all lives matter? Like, fuck you. Excuse yeah. my language. It's time out for that. Like, like this is what we're talking about. This is what... And don't don't show me that little boy. I, I, I hate the fact that the little boy died. But it's completely, completely unrelated. unrelated. It's like last night in the school board meeting when someone was like, did you know a principal got run over by a bus? And like, I swear I sat there going, wait... Wait, what? 
COVID bus. Like, it's not, we're not talking about the same thing. We're not talking about the same thing when this kid was killed. And I think that's what, that's what bugs me. You've got some people who know better. And so they're spreading that. They're, they keep saying this other shit purposely. Those are the people that make, that are making me so mad. Yeah. You know? My, I have a, a relative who is a caregiver for a black child. And they've posted about that little boy multiple times. Are you kidding? No, no, I'm not. With things like, I dare you to care about this white kid as much as you care about black lives. And I think that little boy, like it... We don't... And, and that's, that's a disservice when you're telling somebody, we don't see you. Some of our members, actually a lot of our members of Black Lives Matter uh, in this community not just Black Lives Matter, a lot of the, the kids that are, not kids, but sometimes adults that are protesting, they grew up with white. They, they have white cousins and white parents yeah. and white, and, and they were told their whole life that we don't see your color. Yeah, almost we, we like don't they, see you. We don't see you, almost like they're mm -hmm. individual, in, 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 invisible. And that's not how you solve that either. Notice that my color is beautiful, and let me be proud of the fact that I'm who I am. Yeah, that's what we need for everybody. Let, let be proud of the fact that your child is what who they want. You understand what I'm saying, right? Like, that be, they can that they can come into fully being who they are, who and they, that you can see. Like witnessing is one is so important, and maybe that's like a little morsel that we can throw out there for people who are listening and are like okay well then there's nothing I can do but that's not that's not witnessing is witnessing really important seeing it and then not being afraid to not being afraid to to say it not being afraid to be wrong too to say well it seems like like I that's something that as a white person trips me up a lot is I don't want to say anything about racism that's wrong because I because race being a racist is bad so I don't want to I don't want to accidentally get it wrong, and if I do that, I won't ever learn. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get past this. I don't, I don't see color thing if I'm not willing to get it wrong. And I think we have to all do that. We have to all be okay with showing ignorance. Yeah. Uh, ignorance sometimes I think is too. We we look at that as a negative word, and I think ignorance is just the lack of knowing. And and. You know, and and so if it's it's, I think you have to be open to being wrong, to actually saying, I don't understand this. Like I didn't understand the they and the I, I didn't understand that. It took me a little bit too to get that. Right? Yeah. And, but it's okay for me to say I don't understand this, and and yeah. and I'm and I'm still having a hard time with. It. I'm still struggling with trying to figure out what to say. But you're trying, and I think that means because I know I don't have it right. Yeah. But that's okay, right? Absol I don't mind absolutely. showing don't, my ignorance about yeah. that. That's not, a, it, it, and and hopefully I'm a better ally in the future. Yeah. Once I do know, and I think we all have to do that with every culture that we that, that we run into. We have to tell people, or people, we just have to tell people, hey, I love you. Yeah, and hey, I'm listening, and I will take you at your word for your experience. There you go. Yep. Because that's 
Like, that's what, like, when people are, that's what really frustrates me when I'm listening to your stories, is it sounds like middle-aged white people telling you what your life is like. Yeah, uh, the and other I'm meme I love, not you, okay probably, with that. you probably don't get this much, but I get this other meme where this one pisses me off where it says there is no privilege. White privilege is, the term white privilege is BS. And then they want to argue with it. And I, I had said, oh, here we go. Here it is. Here it is. This is the one. White privilege is nothing but a myth. Everyone I knew grew up poor to middle class and have had to work their asses off for everything they have ever gotten. So I said... But did they die, though? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I said, it, I said, it's just more, much harder doing it while being black. I still commend you for making it. Congratulations. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. This is what the poster says. He says, with all due respect, how is it harder for a black person to make it in life with the Title IX law? And don't even get me started on the U.S. military laws that promote people based on skin color or Wait, theory skin. That's a law? No. <laughs> and in a lot of cases, people just because they learned the English language were placed a jad of Americans, I think he means a head of Americans who live and spoke the language all their lives. Right. Our military is just full of people who don't speak English. Oh. Literally. That's Most of the generals, actually, I've heard, don't really speak English. <laughs> yeah, I, that's why translators, yeah. it's so easy for them to get uh, approved to come to the so States. stupid. I love this one. There are literally schools built for people of color and special grants for them. School build. White privilege may have been a thing in certain areas 70 to 150 years ago. However, there are actual laws to protect people of color, yet none for white people. You guys don't right, have Nothing any. protects There's us. There's no like, laws I to could... protect white people. There are not riots, protests when a white person is killed by police or a black person. I don't know what that means. There, T-H-E-I-R, are black <laughs> folks and others in position of power throughout America. Millionaires. They can use their race cards to promote more money. Could they name, like... No. Pro three? They're going to give me Will Smith and Oprah, probably. There is That's nothing, why I said three. I've yeah, there is nothing in this world holding anyone back but their own self. Who it's you the are, if you can do the again. job, then I am hiring you. I said, and, and I've just got to stop. My wife is like, just don't... Don't, don't go on Facebook. Don't, don't, don't talk to these people. The schools were built because black people were not allowed to attend regular colleges. Yeah. That this is me. They are now referred to as historically black colleges because they are no longer black only, and some of them have some of the finest programs in the world. The school I attended, called Hampton University, is now only 60% African American. But you can't explain BET to me or blackpeoplemeet.com. There's a place, there's a, there's a website called blackpeoplemeet.com. I guess it's a, it's a place where you can go to meet black singles. Ooh. Yes. So she's <laughs> upset that I guess she's upset that she can't watch. She can watch BET. Yeah, I, she's totally allowed. She can do that. Or maybe it has literally nothing to do with this argument. I, I guess not, man. I just. It's painful, and and so we don't want to do it. But it's really important that we look at it. I think I understand, though, right? If you're struggling, and you've struggled all your life. And 
you see this black person or person of color and there that you're noticing that some of them are succeeding how's that make you feel that someone is succeeding and they started with less than you yeah yeah i'm just i'm thinking of that also there's a piece of if you see black people who are not succeeding that it is way too uncomfortable to suggest that it might be a result of things that are helping you succeed and so you have to blame you have to find a way to put it solely on them otherwise you have to take responsibility and you have to do stuff and it's uncomfortable i think they have every right to be mad if they've struggled and they have systemic poverty in yeah. their lives and they happen to be white they have a right to be upset with the system that's in place here in the united states but they they're they're screaming at the wrong person they need to be mad at because those those so-called things that are there for African Americans, it, it's not we're all not getting it. In fact, if those things are not there, they don't hire us at all. They'll do the very very minimum to even put an African American in place, and that African American usually has to be top of their class. Yeah. I mean, hell, look at Tiger Woods. Yeah. Very few people, African Americans, play professional golf. You either have to be the greatest in the world, right, or 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 not at all. Yeah, like there's no African Americans that are just really really good. <laughs> it, there's just this one black guy that, or or the the Venus, the the sis, the, yeah. the sisters Venus Williams, uh, Serena. Serena Williams, mm -hmm. greatest yeah. tennis player, probably woman athlete ever. Yeah. Serena is. I mean, she's just amazing. And uh, and you're not and Coco and now that I think about it, there's a few African American but there's only think about it there's only like four African American women playing the sport but they're probably all in the top twenty <laughs> you well, understand yeah. but and you're telling me there's not there's literally hundreds of pro tennis players yes yeah oh yeah, yeah. you understand you understand what I'm getting at like. Yeah. You you have to be the you for you for them to let you in. You have to find a place to start you too. To, and yeah, how do you do and, that? And, yeah. yeah, and it's expensive. Something some of these things were keep that kept out because of cost. Yeah. All right, so, we got it completely off the subject. Yeah, and we got to wrap it up. But what? So what's the? I'm like looking for our through line here. What's the bottom line of what's going on today? Like, shit. I don't know. I don't know. I think it might be that Lovecraft Country is here. <laughs> There's a lot of Lovecraft. <laughs> You know, sometimes maybe it's just that maybe they have to just walk with us through our daily lives. Sometimes it's not just like in the movie, in the show Lovecraft. Sometimes mm -hmm. the things that are happening on a daily basis are scary enough. Yeah. And we're just telling them what we've been doing since the, what's happened, what has transpired in our lives since the last time we talked. Yeah. And you would think, you know, we started when there was all this local drama, but it hasn't stopped. Like, no, it it's not like we're... There's this Albert Brooks movie from the 80s called Real Life. Did you, do you remember that movie? Explain it. I don't. He, he's uh, a documentary maker that wants to make a 
documentary about a regular family and Charles Grodin, it's his family is the regular family. Oh, Jesus. And it's so boring that Albert Brooks has to like stir shit up to make it Oh my God. Oh, I want to see that. Okay. I, that sounds hilarious. Well, maybe we'll watch it sometime because that is it's sick. been on our, our family movie list. I was motioning toward our little screen over uh-huh, there. That's I the, see. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you got to go. This episode of My Racist Friend is a production of the Bloomington Center for Connection, an organization using relational cultural theory to promote social change through connection. This conversation between Don Griffin Jr. and Amy McKeese, LCSW, took place in Bloomington, Indiana on Wednesday, August 26, 2020, and was edited for this podcast by Kevin McKeese. Theme music lovingly sampled from Your Racist Friend by They Might Be Giants. Follow the Bloomington Center for Connection on Facebook and other social media platforms. You and your friend. Well, they weren't going to eat that damn food because it was that guy's liver. No, I meant earlier than that. <laughs> that was disgusting.